baby, we got a fun one for you. What did I say? Ooh, baby, we have an interesting and intriguing episode for you this week. That's right. We have our special guest, Kimchi, on the show today, and we ordered food, baby. Mm, this is rib. This is a chicken wonton. And we have crab wango. <laughs> we talk about makeup. We talk about uh, eating out in L.A. We talk about not eating butt. We talk about... Where it's like being on tour and having sex with strangers. That's right. So get into it. What'd you say? Shaken, squirred, and... Shook, shaken, and stirred. Shook, shaken, and stirred! Now get out there and vote! M. Oh. M. Mom! When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Sloppy seconds. Oh, Diva. Our number is 213-536-9180. Or email us sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Hi, you sloppy, you stupid little fucks, you nassle fucks, you dirty little fucks. Welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball and Meatball and that Big Dipper. Hi, Meatball. Is that a 90? Uh, it's a bra that I sewed fabric to. It looks like a full dress. I know. I'm. It's called visual trickery. Do you think that you're getting better as a seamstress? Yes, and I think I'm putting less weight on certain things that don't no, matter. No, you're not. You're well, putting I'm more putting weight more on. weight on it. Do you ever take apart garments to learn how they're made? Yeah. All the time. Sometimes, I like, a lot of times I'll buy vintage dresses and then cut them apart and then, like, piece them back together as a different dress. I love that. Yeah, it's really fun because they don't make them for big old chubbos like me. Or anytime I do go to a vintage store and they're like, yeah, our plus side section is in the back. It's all just like stuff from Eloquy or like current fast fashion. Oh, that they're just... Size, that they're just like hawking off. They're like, well, fatties that come in have to find something. They're like, it's vintage in style? Yeah, I guess. It's Whatever. not good. I hate it. You want to uh, dive in? I will dive. Okay. Who's ready to dive in? You know that one? Yeah. Who is it? Um, a beautiful singer. Our guest today <laughs> is a drag icon, a makeup mogul, an internet foodie, a newly minted DJ, and a host of their own podcast. Please make some noise for Kim Chi! Hello, Miss Kim. Welcome to Fat Slab. Thank you for having me. It's not Fat Slab. Slobby Seconds. <laughs> oh, sorry. You're two, two major brands colliding. One day, it'll all be one brand. She's cross-promoting. Yeah, oh, oopsie. One day, you'll kill me, and it'll all be yours. Yes, finally. Oh. As I'll they refer to me on the internet, the bad host with the beard. Who said that? Who said who well, that? That could still be that? me. <laughs> the bad host with the chest beard. Hi, is she actually in your will? No. no. Do you have a will? No. no. Do you? We're not rich. Yes, you need a will. Oh, you're yeah, so you're wealthy. Well, you I'm have, not wealthy. You have three living rooms. Are you like you never know when you're gonna die? That's like true. I could yes, die tonight. But you know? it's important to have a will if you have assets. Money. And all I have is what's in my savings account. Yeah. And two cats. Like when I die, work. American Express is coming for what's in the savings account, and then they're gonna be like, <laughs> We're good now. Yeah. Oh, I love American Express. They have great <laughs> customer service. They do. They do. They do. They do. They do. Wait, so tell us about your podcast, Kim. Oh, so I hopped on the podcast trend, but um, so my best friend, well, one of my best friends, I don't know why I keep like, putting like, emphasizing the best friend. <laughs> 
So John Kong is a chef and he's very handsome. Mm-hmm. And he gained a huge following over a pandemic. Um, so now he's releasing a cookbook. Anyways, he's um he's very cherished and loved in the food community. He's very thoughtful. Um, so when we get together, all we do is talk about food. Mm. So I was like, since all we do is talk about food, why don't we just like talk about it in the podcast and share with people? So yeah, I love that. It's yeah. very like conversational. Like we don't really have like a format. We just get together and then we just <laughs> talk about whatever. And then somehow like an hour goes by every week. I yep. That's how it goes. Gift of gab, as you said. Gab, yeah. <laughs> You've got the gift of gab. Flab. Oh. Flab. <laughs> Conflab. Conflaba, mama. Conflaba, mama. <laughs> well, are, is there any new, are you into any new foods? I always go to you for new foods. Your TikTok is great. Is there something fun and new in LA that I should try? Fun new in LA? Um. Oh my God. Are you following the horses drama? No the horses. Drunk. Oh wait, the restaurant where the guy was like jerking off in front uh-huh, of the dead cats. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, 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 not just dead cats. He kills the cats while he jerks. While off. he jerks off. One of these famous chefs. Wait, explain. Wait. Okay, so horses <laughs> is like a super trendy restaurant here in LA. Okay, love and it's it. like super hard to get a reservation. Sorry. Like you can find celebrities there. Like who cares? Whatever. Um, it's no little doms. And then it's owned by like a husband and a wife, and they're getting a divorce. And in the divorce, like, paper, it came to the light. The fact that he's killed over, like, 40 cats or something like that, allegedly. Um, and then he jerks off, like, while he kills the cats. And I guess, like, the fact has been confirmed by, like, like mother-in-law and stuff like that. Or, like, yeah, like all the cats they adopt um, just keep ends up dying. And they're yeah, like, maybe around three or four, I'd be looking at my husband like, what is going on here, dude? And they're like well-known restaurateurs, right? It's like, yeah, the restaurant is like super, super, it's supposed to be really good. And it's gotten so many like accolades by the critics. Oh, my God. Uh, it just goes to show freaks are everywhere. Yeah, and successful. You obviously put, you know, you're very well-known for your drag, for your makeup, for your artistry. But the last couple of years, you've been sharing a lot of stuff on TikTok about food. Do you get uh, invited to restaurants as like a foodie to do reviews? Yes, and that is the best part of the job. Um, So a lot of these restaurants are like genuinely good, but also like a lot of these restaurants, some of them like they're not very good. (laughs) And the ones that aren't very good, I don't post about it. Sure, you're you're like a positive reviewer. Yeah, like I don't want to like shit on anyone like in their like livelihood mm-hmm. and i've gone to like some like influencer events where like i get there and they're like so rude and they're like we need you to post about these specials blah 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 and they like give you the listing and then like okay so this one event that i went to they're like you have to be there by 11 i got there by 11 and one of my friends was just like parking your car so they're like all right we'll see you when your friend gets here and then they didn't see me for like 20 minutes which is still fine you know so then we sat down and they're like Everything is on the house. Eat whatever you want. So then we started eating. Oh, like oh yeah. But then, like twenty minutes later, they're like, "Okay, you guys are done. Um, we have to clear the dining room now for paying, paying customers." And they just like kicked us out like that. And that's crazy. So, like, then why do an influencer event at all if you're gonna treat people like shit? So then it left a bitter taste in my mouth. And right, because yeah. you know both sides of that, like owning your own company and engaging with influencers to talk about makeup. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're like 
you can see both sides. And I also know the restaurant industry very well because I worked as a server for nine years before right. I did drag and all that. Um, but anyways, yeah. But other restaurants that I posted about, you can like go and take my rec- take my word for it because they're genuinely good. Okay, have you seen that thing? There's that guy in Las Vegas who does TikTok. Keith, Keith. Lee. Yes, so he's in like hot water right now because he gave a restaurant a three out of ten rating because he'll give honest, honest rating. Yeah, but they're generally usually really good or be or he's like, well, they're trying really hard. I think if you come back or whatever, he gave this place a straight up three and was like, it's not good. And the restaurant is like collapsing now. They're like freaking out. They don't know what to do. And it's like so crazy the power of a TikTok over a full business. I saw a thing with Keith Lee where he was with Mr. Beast reviewing Mr. Beast's food. Who the fuck is Mr. Beast and why is everyone talking about him Why does he have so much money? Yes, where is it coming from? I saw one thing where he was on the, pardon me, Joe Rogan uh, podcast. And Mm -hmm. I didn't didn't watch the podcast. I saw the clip. But he was talking about... A few years ago, he had the idea to. What did I get on my little shoe? <laughs> oh, it's a, a rock. Little kimchi shake beauty giblet. Oh, a giblet. I had more on here. Um, he was ta- he was talking about he just made a like his big YouTube channel is Mr. Beast, and then he made a decision to just do Mr. Beast Espanol. Mr. Beast. He basically. Every video he puts out, he just has it translated and like voiced over in other languages. And so he's like all his views have gone up across the board because he's made himself an international audience. That's he's basically insane. like the meta of YouTube. Yes. He's like figured out some insane thing. Good for him. And like a lot of his content too, it's like oh, giving away a hundred bucks to like a random person. And I'm like why am I not around them? Yeah, why am yeah. I never there when they're throwing money out of a car? Well, a lot of times it's like, hey, we're going to give you a house, but... You got to pay all the taxes on it. Well, no, he pays a lot of the taxes oh. on for people. No, it's like, but you have to endure. It's not like random. It's like you have to do this competition. Well, some uh. of them are really intense. Like, last person to leave the circle wins like yes. half a million dollars. Yeah. And then these people, they get us like 100 people in a gym. And then... They yeah. just... And they make the circle smaller. And uh-huh. like... You have to pee like in a bag. They like bring a modesty curtain around, and you just have to like piss in a bucket. Not for me. (laughs) Not for me, but it is entertaining to watch. I will say that. Yeah. Okay, but also speaking of restaurant controversy, did you hear about the Thai restaurant controversy? No. No. Kim. Okay, so it happened in Fresno, California, and this lady saw a dog outside that was like panting, and she made a video and. This dog was near the restaurant, but it wasn't the restaurant's dog. It was some random person's dog. So then she made a video about how, like, these, um, this dog is, like, being abused by its owner. Um, and then she called out this restaurant that just happened to be a restaurant nearby, saying, like, oh, they probably, like, serve dog meat there. Oh, no. And then after that video went viral, the restaurant started suffering in business and started getting, like, so much hate. And the restaurant had nothing to do with the dog. That's so crazy. It is so crazy. We have too much power. And I also don't understand what it is right now with the whole, like, gotcha of being online. It's like, if you see someone do something bad, instead of just being like, that's a bad person, that person's an asshole, it's like you want them to suffer for doing something that... Like, there was that video of the girl at the baseball game, and those girls behind her were making fun of her for taking a bunch of weird selfies. Not weird selfies, selfies at a baseball game. But I myself know that if I was sitting behind her and she was taking a bunch of selfies, 
I would be making fun of her. Right. So I am that person. And then well, she went online and people called these women out by their name, called their where they were, oh yeah, sent a bunch of bad reviews. Yeah. And it's like, because they were sassy at a baseball game, they didn't attack the girl. They didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. It's just, you know, girls being catty. Yeah. I think we do have too much power. We have too much power and everyone wants to get them. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back after this break. <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bet. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your if I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think, like, that's just how my brain works or, like, this is how I see the world. But those things can shift and change. And you can learn tools in therapy to be like, look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different. Those are things you can talk about with your therapist. Mm -hmm. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're back. Uh, Last night, I was sitting at home minding my own business. I received a text message of a stock photo of Crab Rangoon from Meatball. All right. No context. I love Crab Rangoon. Yeah, me too. And then I looked on Twitter, Mm -hmm. and that same stock photo had been tweeted from the account Fat Drag Meatball. (laughs) So I have a feeling I know what's coming in this bag. Okay, so what shape of Crab Rangoon is your favorite? And what type of skin? What type of skin? I think I've only ever had bad crab rangoon. These might be bad. I don't know. I've never ordered from City Walk. No, but if it, it's cream cheese and it's deep fried, you can't go wrong. You can't as long go as it's wrong. crispy. Yeah. So when you say skin, I'm like crisp, sometimes, sometimes, crispy skin. Sometimes they have like a thicker shell. Sometimes it's like a thin shell. I like a thicker shell. I like around where the like the little satchel where the 
cream cheeses to be a little bit more thin and a little bit more delicious. But I want the top part to be crispy, crispy as hell. And I want to eat the top first. And then I want to pop the bottom of my mouth like a little button. I like the one where it's like pinched like into a fourth, almost like a clover. Yes, I think that's what this one is. You can like rip it and you can dip the top part in the sweet and sour sauce. Well, why don't and you go ahead and And all the is concentrated at the bottom. But also, I don't mind like the one with the super thin skin. Almost looks like a pouch of cream cheese. Yeah. I like the... Oh, no. What? These aren't either. Or what are, are they? Are they triangles? Reveal. Interesting. I see, oh. I want... I was all gonna... <laughs> four little things. You so know the problem I mean? with well, that shape there? is um, where where they fold over oh, the dough. Oh, that's not a crab rangoon. Oh, what is, is it? Is it a wonton? What'd you order? A chicken wonton. Here, will you open the rangoon? Okay. The ones that are like folded almost like a crane, the part of where they fold it doesn't get fried. So sometimes it can be a little soggy and like a little like oh. toothsome. And when you pull it, it's a, it's got like a little. Yeah, they use some sort of crazy tape. This. Um, <laughs> But theirs is a triangle. Oh, no! Oh, interesting. I like the no, triangle. No, I, the triangle's good. Triangle's good. What is with this tape? I don't know. We just both ripped through it. But I can get no grip. I can get no grip! <laughs> this is a very impromptu food break! Oh, and you got barbecue pork? I got barbecue pork ribs, a chicken wonton, Slam. a crab rangoon, and four egg rolls. And no right. napkins. One for Margo. No napkins. Any napkins in my bag? Thoughts on the Rangoon. Is it good? Mm. There's crab meat in it, so it's more of like a meaty Rangoon and like less cheesy. Oh yeah, there's no real, oh, it's like, yeah. It's almost but, crab cakey. But then um, because it's so crabby, there's almost that like fishy aftertaste. And I prefer Wranglers that are more cream cheesy. I want all cream cheese. Thank like you. A, thank you, Margo. Like, just a couple slices of cream. You know, the crab I'm going to just like, the crab is only there for the color. I just want like a little speck of it. Mm. And it's often not even real crab. It's always imitation, imitation crab. Yeah. But I'll still eat it. Which imitation crab is just a white fish? White fish, yeah. I mean, it's not bad. It's not what I wanted. It's a little um, soggier than I think you want. You wanted a really I good I want a crunch. real crunch, and I want a, the four on the top. I want four on the top uh, and a real it. crunch. <laughs> I'm going to try these little pork butt. Okay, and then this is a chicken wonton. Is that what you said? Yeah. With meal. Mmm. Mm. That's good. That tastes like a Chinese oh, buffet. Fish. That one's really good, too. This no. tastes like standard Chinese buffet barbecue rib. It's good. You know, you know what they say. A little chewy, a little dry. I appreciate real Chinese food, but also sometimes you get in the mood for, like, a shitty Chinese buffet. Oh, yeah. And LA doesn't have that. No. New York has some of the best shitty Chinese food I've ever had. But, no, LA doesn't have any. We have a lot of really good Thai food, though. Yeah, Thai well, Thai food's off the chain here. But I haven't found any good Filipino food. Have oh my you God. found any? Because yeah. I want some kare kare real bad. And oh I can't God. get my hands on it. Have you ever been to um, La Rose Cafe? No. Have you ever been to Kuya Lord? No, I have not had Filipino food since <laughs> I've been in LA. I haven't <laughs> been anywhere. There, we literally have Filipino town next to Cape Town. Yeah. And there's so many great Filipino restaurants. There's a whole town of them here? Yes. But how about... This crab rangoon. Fast food. Do you like Jollibee? I love Jollibee. We've had this conversation. I'm not the biggest fan of the spaghetti, but I it's like their fried chicken. I know it's a sweet spaghetti. 
It's a Filipino spaghetti made with hot dog and mm. and banana ketchup, probably. Yes. Yeah. I love Filipino food. I had a mm. Filipino friend and she put me onto it and it was all I would eat in New York. There was a restaurant called Maharlika. It closed. Now it's Jeepney, Jeepney down the street in the Lower East Side. Delicious. How do you know so much about New York? I think I used to live there. <laughs> Hit the slave button, faggot. Oh. Wait, what do you play? Oh. The Jollibee in Philippines has one menu item that they do not have in the States. And I've even messaged Jollibee's corporate. Oh! <laughs> now you you can you, you can love carry going some weight to over corporate. there. <laughs> well, bring this item like to America because I think it would genuinely do well. It's called a tuna pie. So hear me out. So you know I'm like into it. you don't like those fried like apple pie or like mm -hmm. mango peach pie. In that shell, inside it's filled with spicy tuna salad. Okay. And it's hot. So it's like a tuna melt, but no cheese, mm -hmm. and a paste, like a pastry around it. Yeah, and it's deep fried. But then it's been seasoned, so it's like a nice little like spicy flavor, and there's some like veggies mixed throughout. That it sounds is, amazing. That sounds so good. It is so good. And when I went to Philippines, I tweeted about how much I liked it, and people actually to the meet and greet brought like hot apple pies, like by the dozen. Oh what, my yeah, God. what do you get at a meet and greet these days, Ken? Yeah, you want another Rangoon? Um, oh, thank you. I want to try the chicken one time. Here we go. You know, I've gotten a variety of gifts. One time, someone gave me an open bag of candy. Oh, God. Like, there were little, it was like a giant bag, and they were eating out of it. And they were like, here, this is for you. What am I supposed to do with this? And, I would just throw it. And then uh, while season, like, a aid was airing and all that, a lot of people would bring donuts to the gig. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Donut comes Donut from, right. It come from me. It kind of, like, got out of control. Like, sometimes I check into a hotel, and the hotel would have like three dozen of box of donuts waiting for me in my hotel room. Oh, yeah. And I was like, y'all, like I love donuts and all, but I don't know how much donut these people think that I eat. Right. <laughs> like, do you think I'm just gonna sit in my hotel room and finish like three dozens of donuts? I, okay, I just visited my family. I but, just went to, sorry. Yeah. They would also give you like very decorative fun donuts, like with your name on it and stuff. So I was like, that's cool, but you're right. The three dozen, it's like, I guess I'll take it to the show with me tonight and hand them out. And then you're responsible for all the food. Yeah. You go, oh, yeah, my bag's a drag. And then these three boxes of donuts I'm trying exactly. to, yeah. or they just go straight into the garbage. You're I like, like, just bring me I cash. I don't think that the hotel just staff is walking the in there being green. like, oh, look, this person left food for me. Like, they're throwing it out. It's all and also, like, if the hotel it. gave it to you, then also, it's kind of shitty to, like, leave in the hotel room. Yes. yes. Then, then you have to deal like with that. like leaving a birthday gift at the yeah. party. So I just visited my family, and, you know, my mom was, like, trying to figure out something for us to do. And she goes, oh, I just read this in the local newspaper um, about this donut shop and it's a donut shop where they incorporate mashed potatoes into their dough. Whoa. So it's like a brioche dough. Oh. It's this place in Albuquerque called Need. Uh, like K-N-E-A-D. Yeah, exactly. I can um, tell. And so we went. It was really good. But it, with the article, they like talked about that place and then they listed a bunch of other donut shops in Albuquerque. And my mom was like, we're going to do a donut crawl. And I was like, sounds great. <laughs> we went to three places and then they just kept being like, there are so many donuts. What are we going to do? I'm like, yeah, because we went, we went to a we bunch of donut shops. Donut shop. I was like, no matter how much you love donuts, you can't eat more than like three at the most. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Because I, you know, I used to love donut friend. I used to go there all the time. Oh, yeah. And then they just give you donuts. You're like, well, I guess I have six donuts. Every yeah, time I would walk here. in there and be like, I just want one. They'd be like, well, we'll give you six or whatever. So I'd walk out with seven donuts and be like, what am I supposed to do? Where'd the extra one come from?
One time well, you- I would still buy one. I'd feel bad not paying for anything. I don't like when people give me stuff for free unless it's kimchi's makeup. Uh-huh. Oh. One time Meatball is coming over to my house to borrow an outfit. He's like, I'm bringing you donuts. And I got really excited. And I purposely didn't eat dinner because um, I was going to eat the donut. And then she came. And I, and I literally asked, where's the donut? First words out of her mouth, the door opens. Where's the donut? Where's the donut? <laughs> Oh, they're on my living room. <laughs> I left him at home. I left him at home. And I, how did you make up for that after stealing her clothes? Look at all this. <laughs> I was shook, shaken, and stirred. I know. <laughs> shook, shaken, and stirred, baby. <laughs> and then I, and then I, I had to throw your dog, and I felt so bad about it. Remember? Because he was like on the dress, and you're like, you can just push him. And then I pushed him, but I actually pushed him a little too hard. <laughs> kind of threw him across the. What sofa. kind of dog do you have? I have a French bulldog. Oh, but, but he's very sturdy. He's very muscular. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a sexy dog. <laughs> <laughs> You'd fuck that dog. Ew. Have you seen those dogs, those pit bulls that look like bouncers? That's literally what you my French are... bulldog looks like, but <laughs> tiny. So I'm just saying a muscular dog. Yeah, your dog has that little turned in leg. Yeah, you don't like those guys that are like short, so they like work out to like compensate for it. Yeah, yeah. Then... My, yeah, I my, know exactly my type. what you're talking about. <laughs> I want them to fuck me. <laughs> I hate when we have crossover. I know. But it's very rare that we have crossover. Do we have crossover? What kind of people are you into? Yeah. Uh, I haven't fucked anyone in LA. No one? No. Just on the road? No, because... um, Too famous. It must be. <laughs> you don't want no, people in your house? No, no. It's not even that. Like, I don't go on apps. Yeah. Because um, I'm... Um, too famous. Too famous. <laughs> and also, like, I don't go to the clubs. So like, yeah, I just like don't and meet. Hot. I just don't meet gay people. <laughs> yeah, meeting them out on the road doesn't mean anything because it's like what you see them for like two hours when yeah. you have any downtime. But that's what's it. Well, well, you must have an interest like a, t- a like a type. Where does it skew? You know what my type is? Someone who's a homebody Mm-mm. and someone mm-hmm. who's real nerdy mm-hmm. and someone who loves games, anime, and an Alaskan king pet. But then all these oh, yeah. guys don't leave their home either. So then right. We don't meet each other. Do you have like is a, there a do you have like a, a internet? Wait, yeah, this is making it very difficult. Do you have an internet relationship with anyone? No, I do not. You're like in a chat room. No, because also like I don't trust people either. Because you're too That's famous. Like, no, like over the years, like I've seen, like even just when I go through like Facebook mm. and whenever like gays break up, you know what? Just gays oh. like to take it straight to like social media and like oh, air yeah. it all out. You know, like no, 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 no. Like I'll never <laughs> date any of those gays. If your um, Instagram profile says worked in travel, it's an out. Worked in travel? Like, why? And also, if I go on your Instagram. Wait, why? Yeah, I don't get that. Because just. It's just a reason. It's just like, they're always, like that is how you define like, your entire existence, you know? Mm. like. Oh, your entire. Yes, I understand. Okay. And then also, I look at um their Instagram profile and see which drag queens they follow. Uh! And if the only drag queens you follow. Aquaria. Okay, so like it's Aquaria, Naomi Smalls. <laughs> yeah, it's always like the same like drag queens that they follow. But it always Trixie. starts with Trixie. It always says Trixie, Katya, Katya. um, <laughs> maybe Violet Chachki. Oh yes, she's always in the mix. And sometimes like Milk will be in there too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about like the newest seasons, but like that oh, was Sugar like, and Spice. They're and always Spice, on yeah. the, and Anitra. Anitra's on the top. Wait, and so that's a chop for you if that's the list of queens they follow. No, like if they're like the only ones you you follow, then I'm like, no, I'm not gonna date you. <laughs> I love that. That is so funny. I it, need them to not have a job in the gay nightlife. 
Oh, if they don't follow any drag queens, just like an instant turn on. Okay. Like, oh. No mutual friends? We're good. Yeah. Slay. <laughs> it is interesting. Um, I have been I've on I've been talking to a person who we have not a lot of overlap. And it's a really fascinating thing to sort of like explain the worlds that we're in to one another. Mm-hmm. That's what world is he in? Plumbing. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I like that because then you have more things to talk about Wait, and more things it? to like, <laughs> you know, like get to know each other about. Yeah, I agree. It is. It is fun. But I, this just goes to show you how. An, what is he a plumber? He's not a plumber. This just goes to show you how like annoying my life is. Like I'm like, ugh, I wish you just understood all the points of reference because I don't have time to explain everything to you. Oh yeah. As I'm like, I gotta move on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. That's all. But um, if anyone's listening to this podcast, um, my teams are open. Yeah, that's what we want to know. So yeah, we just are trying to find kimchi love. You gotta be a homebody. But also leave the house sometimes. Yeah, you to gotta go on adventures. Like, be into like gaming. Filipino food. Video games. Gotta love dogs. And also, open mind about food. You don't have to be like necessarily like educated or about it, but just have an open mind when you're trying new food. Would you prefer them to be open-minded or adventurous? You know what I mean? I mean, both would be even better. Okay. Are you? Because I know you eat a lot of different types of food. Are you adventurous in your food? Very, yeah. I am obsessed with trying new flavors and textures I haven't tried before. Got it. So, and that runs the gamut with like types of food. I've just been watching a lot of video of like from? intestines, turtle, frog. Oh yeah, you lizard. put me on in those pork intestines that taste kind of yes. like bacon. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Good. Someone posted something really interesting. It was like a cabinet full of processed food, mm-hmm. uh, and the caption was, "Everything in this cabinet is all made out of corn." And I was like, oh, we do use corn, like high oh, yeah. corn syrup and everything. Mm-hmm. It's filler. It's what we use to feed the cows to make them fat. And then we use it for all of our food to make us fat. I mean, I love corn. So, like, you know, I'm. Do corn! you? I like corn. I'm really indifferent <laughs> towards corn. Like, I'll, I'll top it on a salad, crisp it up, pop it. But I'm not, like, Flour dying tor- for corn. Flour tortilla or corn tortilla? Corn tortilla. Flour. Why? No, you know, flour tortilla is really good too, especially when it's it fresh made. It has its place for breakfast tacos, but a corn tortilla for everything else. I Burritos. Guess that's true. It has to be a flour oh, tortilla, burrito, otherwise, yeah. like yes. it doesn't stay up, you know? Oh, completely. And you know, as much as I love like authentic tacos, sometimes I get in the mood for shitty tacos like flour tortilla, ground beef with the seasoning, oh, sour yeah. cream, lettuce, tomato, you know? Yeah, there's the American the, taco dinner. There's the place up here that is like the original I can't get Taco over Bell. This. Yes. Original Taco Bell? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So when you go, it's just like, is it Hugo's? Mm-hmm. I think it's Hugo. When you go, you like order just like a ground beef taco. It's just like beef, cheese, flour. Like, but it tastes like a Taco Bell because it's like the original recipe. Because they worked together and then one of them was like, I want to franchise. Franchise. And he was like, I'm fine staying here. So he went and did Taco Bell. Does the building look like one of those like classic Taco Bell places? No, no it's one of those. It's little like a stand huts. on the the oh. side of a uh, like a strip oh, it's like mall. in a strip mall. Okay. Yeah. Just a little hut, but it's, but it's delicious. good. And it's the so portions good. are bigger than Taco Bell. Yeah. Darby loves it. Also, Taco Bell used to be so cheap. It it's like, not anymore. Oh no. my god! I went to Taco Bell the other day just to order something, and it was like five dollars for like a like soft taco supreme, and I was like shook, shaken, and stirred. 
Like soft taco super used to be like dollar twenty nine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And now yeah, it's crazy. You can go. I used to go there in high school, spend fifteen dollars, get food for me and my friends. Even like now, fifteen dollars doesn't even cover me. Maybe because I'm fat. Even like Burger King, like a Whopper meal is like what, like almost seventeen dollars now. Uh huh. That is insane. It used to be like eight dollars, and you could feed yourself like fast food. It's so expensive now. I understand the inflation of it, but it's not like the quality of the food has really gone up that much for it to be charged to be charged that much. Well, that's inflation. The quality of your gas hasn't gone up either. Boom. <laughs> the quality of mine has gone down. <laughs> All right, let's take <laughs> a break. Right back out of the break. Got egg roll. How is the egg roll? Pretty it's basic. Like, um, it's got that crisp, thin spring roll skin, which I appreciate. Inside, it's mostly veggies. I don't see any meat in it. There's so far. no meat in it. Is it a veggie egg roll? I guess it's veggie egg roll. Kim, you are very good at talking about food. Like <laughs> to be able to say it's got that crisp um, spring roll skin. Like you, you describe, and especially on your TikToks, I, I just, I appreciate the way you describe. Like it's, it's like better than Trisha Paytas going. Mm, it's okay. Yeah, you're like giving us a reason to like it or not like it. Wait, you're telling us what's good or bad about it. Speaking of fast food and drive-throughs, how do you both feel about people who drive through and then eat the food in the parking lot? Good for them. I feel so, I feel bad for them that they feel that they can't eat in front of people alone. But no, I say, like, you do you. Some people have, like, social anxiety. I feel that they prefer to eat in the car or something. Yeah. What I don't understand is, though, are people go through a drive-thru for convenience, right? Yeah. So there's a Starbucks point in my house that I go through that has a drive-thru. But the drive-thru line is always so long. Yeah. If I park my car and go in, I get my drink in literally, like, minutes because, like, no one is going no in. No one's inside. Mm-hmm. But the car line is like almost thirty minutes long. Like, are you guys like just like do you guys just not want to get out of your car? Or I, yes, that's exactly what it is. Because when I used to live in Burbank, I would do the same thing. But it was because I was getting up, driving to the Starbucks to get my coffee to then go home and get dressed. Oh, like I needed it golly. to do my day. You know, you can make coffee at home. But it was. But also, it like, was also. You want to name something else? It was also walking distance from my apartment, and I would drive to sit in the drive-through. But I could I walk like and get it faster. Starbucks employees aren't, you know, you're, they're not impressed by, like, how you look, you know? Just go in, run in, grab your drink, get your doo juice, hug it, and you can go in. Well, here's the thing. I, <laughs> you get, get your, your doo-doo. doo-doo juice. Your doo-doo. You, you do doo juice. It is a doo-doo juice. It is. It, is a it doesn't doo-doo help juice. me wake up, but it helps me poop, you know? It doesn't help you wake up. What You're does? not affected by caffeine like that? I mean, I am. But I also feel like, at this point, it's just, like, drinking out of habit at this point. Yeah. I've never felt like... Oh, this coffee has given me so much energy to go on throughout the day. <laughs> I'm so addicted to coffee. I'm addicted to it too, but I'm kind of on your side. I'm never like, ah, oh, I feel like I can face the day. I'm just kind of like, well, this is getting me to closer to zero. You know what I mean? You know actually why we're spreading caffeine? Celsius? Good night's sleep. Okay. <laughs> Kimberly said. Uh, Kimberly said sleep, faggot. Put your phone down around 9 p.m. No, no, not Start even. Start lighting the no, candles. No, no, no. No, 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 well, I had like sleep app. Ap- I have sleep apnea. Oh, you have the so, machine. So I finally got the machine, and I can honestly say that it changed my life. The CPAP machine. Yeah. Before I'll get up like every hour to pee, 
and I'll sleep so light. And then during the day, I'd be so tired and it would be like fall asleep in the most random places. But now I sleep a solid seven hours and I wake up so fresh. Oh, wow. And like, I, you, and I've taken a single nap since I got the machine. Have you heard about the tape? The tape? There's you like tape your mouth shut? Yeah, you tape your mouth shut. So it forces you to breathe out of your nose, and it has a similar effect. I don't think I could do a CPAP because I I'm to nervous sleep on about my becoming addicted to the machine. What if you were a muzzle? Yeah, you know, I, listen, I, I have to go buy a first, for this show. That's not I would the first it. or last time I'm ever going to hear that. I'd have to go buy a muzzle first, but like, would a muzzle do the same thing instead of taping your mouth? No, because the muzzle is more about not letting letting you bite. You but the tape means you have to breathe through your I've nose. I've seen two different types. One of the tapes, literally you just tape it across your lips and it holds it shut. And the other one is like a hard thing that sits around your lips and keeps your lips closed. But I feel like when you wear one of those like BDM mus like muscles, like you can't move your mouth. Right. And you won't be opening your mouth either. Maybe. Possibly. Maybe put a bit on it. Like Any um, BDSM enthusiast, if you are listening to this, and you have sleep apnea, does muzzle work for you? Yeah, just just throwing that sweet little muzzle, that leather muzzle on before bed. <laughs> and then you bed curl up you? and sleep in the dog bed. <laughs> Kim, let's talk about your makeup. Your makeup! Yes! Kimchi so chic! I'm wearing it now. Oh. Guess where? Down there. Yes, on my put. <laughs> um, a couple things. One, you were one of the first drag queens to come out with like a line mm -hmm. versus other people who maybe like collabs slap, slap their name on a palette collab um so that is very cool do you feel like you really paved the way for a lot of other people i don't know about paving the way but for me the most important part about this whole like launching a makeup business was that this didn't become just like a merch that i put out yes like i actually wanted to put out the products that people use every day mm -hmm. you know like kind of like Cody Airspun, you know, for some people, that's like their everyday go-to. Yeah. Like, they have to have it. You know, some people, they have to have like, I'm like the MAC chestnut liner. I want to create products that people need um, and just become like a part of their daily routine. And I will say, I know a ton of drag queens that love your product, products. I'm one of them. I use the most concealer in ivory or <laughs> sometimes peach, I think, when they're sold out at CVS because you sell out at CVSs. Incredible. And then the Puff Puff Pass in almost every color, but translucent every yes, single time. Yes, our top two products. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, those are my favorites. And then also our setting spray is now going viral on TikTok. <gasps> it's so good. Right? I tell people to use it all the time. And that you can also buy at a CVS. That's incredible. So how did the CVS thing come about? Because that's like huge. Um, so obviously like my business partner, um, she's the founder of NYX Cosmetics. Miss Tony. So. Yeah. They got the connection, honey. Because that's incredible. Because <laughs> And she's got a beautiful house that she's let me try to ruin twice. Oh. Oh, my God. Her house is my American dream. It is truly iconic. It's so crazy. It there is. was a second home in the back. It is. But did you know that's really funny, though? Because um, one time, a homeless person was like just like living out of her house, and she didn't know. Yeah, because why would she ever go to that other house in the back? Right? So then... <laughs> She approached a homeless person and she's like, what are you doing here? And um, and the homeless person said, like, oh, your husband said I could stay here. Scam. And, Scam. And so and she's a single woman, but it was so smart that she did this. Instead of saying, like, I don't have a husband, she was like, oh, okay, yeah, you have fun. 
So then she quickly like went back into her house, locked everything, then called the police. Yeah. Mm. And she said, like, oh, I don't have a husband. Who knows what might have happened? Yeah, you know? that would have been so scary. Also, how did they get in there? She's got, like, a little fortress around her house. It's a gated community. Yeah. But I guess they somehow made their way in. Well, they let me in, so anyone can get in, I guess. But, yeah, her home is so beautiful. Her closet, oh, my God, it is bigger than my entire house. Oh, my gosh. That's insane. When I think about like the property taxes and the mortgage, <laughs> like adult You're stuff, too real. and I get like an anxiety, and I'm like, if I even if I had a place like this, will I be able to afford the property tax? <laughs> I mean, that's living in LA, but you just moved, didn't you? I did, yeah. Do you love it? I love it, but I'm still looking to buy. But then I look at property all the houses taxes. that are listed everywhere, and it's then a I do mess a deep right sigh. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. What like I'll never own a home. The value in LA at the at this rate. Yeah. For one cons- bedroom being like two million dollars. I'm sorry. I've been There's con- one room. I've been considering like buying a very small condo just to take the step of ownership. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's so far. I don't want to live in a condo. No. Like I want to live in a freestanding thing and like have a front door. Yeah. yeah. It's and just the, so frustrating. And the money you spend on a condo here, if you take it to like anywhere else in the country, you no. could probably oh, get like a hell. mansion. You yeah. Know? Oh, you could own a McMansion in Texas. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy. But after your makeup, <laughs> oh, yeah, which is makeup. making you mean, yeah. how do you come up with all the names? Because, I mean, that's one of the most iconic parts about your makeup is that they have hilarious so, names. We try to have fun with it and not take anything seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I feel like when you get, like, grand and, like, larger than life, that's when, like, it takes the fun out of everything. Mm-hmm. Like, so our foundation was, like, when I was trying it, I was like, oh, this is a really good foundation. We're gonna call it a really good foundation. <laughs> <laughs> so smart. Um, like, oh, this concealer is doing the most. The most concealer. Now, where did you come up with sharks? And was there any maybe possibility that that sharks. wasn't gonna happen? No, I just want something that people will pick up and like make them like chuckle a little <laughs> bit, you know? Maybe not like ha ha funny, but like, oh, that's cute, you know? <laughs> you know, I just want like people using the products to be happy, like as cheesy as that sounds. You know, like, when you're putting, like, a liquid glitter on your eyes, you're most likely going out to have fun that night, you yeah. know? Well, like, just have fun with it. Don't take it too seriously. I love that. I, I love mean, it. it's so, I know that the reputation that your brand has is, like, really high-quality product, and you've you've really moved through, like you were talking about, it isn't merch. Obviously the access point that I think a lot of the initial customer base was, was like, oh, we saw Kim on Drag Race. We love Kim. Like, let's support this brand. But now to be like in CVS, to be like such a big name in the makeup industry, it's like you've really broken through in a way that I don't think anyone else has. Yeah, like I feel the most like accomplished whenever I see like a review of my product. And they say, like, oh, this is Kim Schick Beauty. Um, I think the owner is a drag queen or something. And if they don't know who I am, yeah, and they're using the products and they love it, and I'm like, oh, that makes me happy. Yeah, Your stuff always pops cool. up. I mean, it's probably because I know you, but it always pops up on my TikTok, and it's not. It's like reviewers of the makeup talking about it. It's so cool that you've made a product that's affordable and available in CVS for people to use. But has anyone, like gotten mad at you or called you like a groomer for having your products in public like target right now is taking everything out of the stores no one has called me a groomer but um it's always like random people on twitter really? thing like um so like kimchi are you gonna have like um 
when are you going to have, like, diverse shades of, like, foundation, you know, for, like, us dark-skinned girls? And I'm like, I literally have 30 shades that goes in every range. And also, like, if you look at, like, the foundation range, they're very similar to Fenty. Mm. So I don't know why. I yeah, I was about to say, there's, like, one that basically, it, like, I thought was black. Like, I thought I was getting a black one. And it's, like, a lot of people, like, you know, those other people, like, it that's goes just, like. from white to black. These people just like they want to fight and they actually like don't use my products. Right. Or, or they saw like, one it. promo graphic of like a fair skinned model and they were like, wow, diverse much? And Literally. you're like, okay, well, <laughs> you <laughs> saw <laughs> one picture. It's also so fun to see you collab with Trixie and like her company and then Trixie collab with Sugar Pill. It's just like fun to see all three of you and know all three of you and just be like, oh, they're just like making makeup together. Because we're all friends. So like a lot of people think like we're competing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, like, I saw one of the comment posts, like, oh, I feel like kimchi is, like, just, like, I'm um, piggybacking off of, like, Trixie's success in her makeup line. And I'm, like, my makeup line has been development even before, like, Trixie's cosmetics right. came out. Yeah. And also, we're all friends, and we all genuinely, like, support each other's brands. Yeah. It's not, like, one brand has to be better than the other, or I only use one brand. You can buy Trixie's makeup. You can buy Sugar Pill. You can buy Kimchi Beauty. It's not one or the other. Yeah. Right. Some people just love a competition. They really do. Speaking of, it's time to compete for best answers on our new favorite segment, which is called Slant Slant My Name. In the style of the 2008 Tyra Banks and Beyonce interview entitled Beyonce My Name, Say My Name (laughs) on the Tyra Banks show, I will be asking you a series of rapid fire questions that slightly rhyme with your name. You ready? Oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone take a sip. Is it the fingernail? Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> oh, a little fart came out. <laughs> Sexy. Are you okay? Yeah, I just it's just a big straw. <laughs> Sexy. Grimchi. Do you like horror movies? I do. Dimchi, what's the lighting situation in your house? Are you into dimmers, mood lighting, throwing a uh, scarf over a lamp? You know, half the time I forget to turn on the light when it gets dark. <laughs> a lot of times my friends are over, we're hanging out, and we're like, "Why are we sitting in the dark?" And I'm like, "Well, I forgot to turn the lights on. I just don't pay attention <laughs> until someone points it out." <laughs> and half the time, like I'm usually like sitting in the dark until 9 p.m. and like oh, I can't see anything. I should probably put the lights on. <laughs> That's very me. Himchi. Were you ever into religion? What's your favorite hymn? Sing it now. Um, I grew up, I don't know what the denomination was, but, you know, I don't know if it was Christian or Catholic, but I just went to church because that's what you were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually in the church choir. <gasps> Kim, can you sing? Well, it was in church in Korea, so I can sing in Korean. Okay. That was a sleigh. God. Oh, Namcha? What? Brimchi. Do you think the wide brim hat should be outlawed? You know, fashion has no rules. And nothing should be outlawed as long as you're not harming anyone. Um, As long as you're not wearing it to like the movies and blocking someone's view. By all means, go fetch. Mm. Kim Flea, have you ever hit someone with your car and kept driving and not looked back ever? Never have. Me I'm, either. I'm a new driver and I drive very carefully. Even on the highway, I don't go past 70. 
Cam, you're gonna get murdered. I follow there. the speed limit. The speed limit is seventy. Yeah, well, it's eighty. Well, if it's a, well, if you're point? texting, it's eighty. <laughs> if you're watching a TV show so while your you're phone. adding, you're putting makeup on and flying down the highway. Have you ever 80. heard that story? Mayhem Miller drives and does her makeup while she's driving down yeah, from, from Riverside because it's an hour and a half drive. Her she doesn't have the time. Up. She's not gonna do it and then drive. Well, how does she pay attention to the road? She drives with her knee. That's what we're all asking. Okay, so I know just one. She drive. knows how to do it. She knows her face. She shape. knows the shape. I know this one drag queen. I'm not going to say the name because I don't want to get her in trouble. She drive drunk. We'll guess. So she goes to like OC to party on weekends. Mm -hmm. And then um, at like 4 a.m., she puts her car in auto drive mode and passes out and comes back to L.A. What? Did that car recently break down? No. Okay, then it's not. Is auto drive legal? As long as like your hands are on the wheel. As long as your hands like, aren't on the wheel, but you're technically I don't know if you're allowed to be drunk or not. Well, you shouldn't be. You should not drink and drive. Ever. As long as your hands aren't on the wheel. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, no, I don't I don't condone this behavior in any way. I don't condone it either. I think But it's you very know it dangerous. exists. So stay off the roads at four AM. I love Or move to New York where you can just take trains. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, I love you dearly. Please stop doing this. Kim free. Thank you for all the free makeup. I love it. Oh, Kim Ski, do you like to wait? What did you say, bitch? I'm saying nothing. Love you. Love you. Mean it. Good. Kim Ski, do you hit the slopes? Oh, uh, yes. I. Well, uh, you know what I love more than like downhill skiing is cross country skiing. Um, I think it's so much more interesting and better workout. But yeah, that one you really gotta like fucking pull yourself. Yeah, but if you're only get a course where it constantly goes like up and down, it is so much fun. Oh, but also I'm from Michigan, so. Um, oh yeah. You know we gotta do Wait, what we gotta. Wait, where in Michigan? Okemos, Michigan. Show. Where on the? Now where is Ann Arbor? <laughs> Where's Traverse City? I know where I'm from. <laughs> She's like, just it's all right here. I know where I've been. <laughs> Okay, Swimchi, if I were to have a pool party for my birthday, would you come? Absolutely. Wimchi, what's the craziest thing you've purchased on a whim? Oh, so many things. <laughs> a dog. <laughs> oh, my God, I don't know if I should say this in the podcast. Now we want you it's to. It's probably like a million dollar something. Probably. A Birkin bag. <gasps> a real one? Kimberly. A real one. I was offered one at Hermes, and I was like, me? Birkin bag? Well, if they offer it to you, you kind of have to take it. What do, what do you do with it? Just look at oh, it? Oh, no. Okay, so I bought it. But then I couldn't carry it because, um, first of all, it's, it's like a one like bigger bag. Mm -hmm. So obviously it has to be a travel bag. But the letter is so heavy. Like the bag alone with nothing in it is so heavy. Oh. And plus, um, the bag is like very recognizable. Mm -hmm. So then I'm afraid to like walk the streets with that because I know I'm going to get like beaten and robbed. Yeah. Well, I ended up selling it. Well, for, did you did, did you upcharge profit? Oh, I didn't. I just um, I ended up selling it for the price I bought it for, so I didn't lose money on it. That's nice. And by purchasing it, Hermes now knows that, that you have the. Funds. So you could get the offer again for maybe a more reasonable bag. Maybe yeah. Interesting. But would you but, ever? Because I feel like Birkin bags are for people that like you know walk from the front door to the car, from the car to the front door. But then They're after never, getting that bag. I used to be like really big into handbags and I used to follow all the TikToks and like oh, all the yeah. luxury goods. After buying the Birkin bag, 
I just it made me lose interest in all the other bags. You've defeated the final boss. Yeah, you had it in your. I had it, uh, and then I and gave you it. Just, like, and you were like, "Cool, house. got it." And I gave D- it up willingly, and I'm now I'm like, I don't care. No one cares what bag I carry. Why do I care what bag I carry? But I mean, I love the little Fendi one you got right there. It's yeah. gorgeous. This is actually I'm pretty cheap, um, because I bought it in. Everything okay when I did we Rimchi. How often you eat Nass? Ass? Yeah. I have never eaten Nass. Ever? Ever? Ever. It's a but, delicacy. Yeah, you something it, it depends on the person. You might like you it, know, you might I don't, hate it. You know, I I don't trust Americans to fully clean themselves back. Well, that there. is well, a smart that's thing. Actually true. That's yeah, a really you, good thing to be aware of. You should be smart about it. So maybe only do it in the Europe or or Asia. Asia. Yeah. yeah. In yeah. The land Asia, of the they're day, very clean. Um, Kim Bree, what are your views on charcuterie boards? I fully support a charcuterie board. What about a butterboard? What about a butterboard? What about a butterboard? You know, very trendy, but it depends on what butter they used. So if you slept like a cot, like just a grocery Lay store brand like butter, like butter, like get out of here. How about if you're using I can't like believe that, it's not. You know if you're I mean? using like a good bear, bear, but like French, high fat content, yeah. Irish with like, gold. No, <laughs> Irish golds aren't that great. I feel like that used to be good. If you're going for like Irish butter, then Kerry Gold is like the Kerry Gold ones are good. That's kiss, but but cheese is good too. But there's this really good butter you can get at Whole Foods. I forgot the name of it, but it has. Ethel crystals woven throughout. Wait, okay, and it's it comes in the white paper. Yes, yes, yes. yes, 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 yes I know yes. exactly what you're talking about. It's the best butter ever. And then when you melt it over the toast, you can taste the little like sea salt crystals. I used to cook my of... eggs in it. Yeah, it was so good. It's so good with white rice with just like a little dash of soy sauce. Mm. But you can't completely mix together. You put the butter in, and you just like scoop a little bit of butter with the rice and the soy sauce, and it is. That is basically. The Trisha Paytas butter noodle recipe. Okay, <laughs> Phantom Limb Chi. If you had to lose one limb, which one would it be? Belly. <laughs> Can I lose my belly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I guess we call that a limb now. Synonym Chi. <laughs> I see what you did there. Kimply, if there was one trend you'd plead with drag queens to stop, what trend would it be? Stop using other drag queens for inspiration. And let me explain what I mean by that. Um, a lot of times where I look at a queen and I know exactly which screenshot of which queen that she sent to the designer or hairstylist to get that exact look or like hair made. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is so boring. Like there's already someone like who's doing this. Find your own style, find your own inspiration, and, like, I want to see something new and fresh, and if you can even manage to do that, then, I don't know, you're boring to me. Like Exactly. I don't understand why, well, I do understand it, why some drag queens just copy other drag queens because they don't have the creativity enough on their own to, like, create and do their own stuff, but I was recently just at a gig and someone was literally dressed up like one of my friends. And I had to like sit there and pretend like they weren't. Because the I think it's like, because someone was like, she's dressed like blank. And I was like, I know. And then they brought it up. She's like, no, I don't know who that is. And I was like, you are, they're making they're always the same. In denial. The outfit is exactly the same. The way the headband is on your head is exactly the same. Like season mm-hmm. eight, like there were so many like Naomi, like copycats, like oh, all yeah. across the world. And those queens would always like deny that they copied Naomi. And I'm like, 
you're literally wearing the same look and like same brows, like same makeup style as Naomi. Like we all know who you copied. And then when Naomi went back for All Stars, I think, and she changed her eye shape, everyone had that eye shape for fucking yes. forever. Yes, absolutely. So again, even if you're busted, if it's your own idea and you have your own style, I would I have so much respect for you. But if you're just like mindlessly like copying other people, that was people, a compliment for you. Yeah, because I'm busted. <laughs> the thing is, like, when you're like learning makeup, copying another queen's makeup is sure. fine. It's a great yeah. way to learn. But if you're copying someone's look from like head to toe, maybe like maybe one time it's fine. But if it's like a constant thing, and I people don't know, are maybe, always like, oh, unless you're an impersonator. Oh, everyone's done everything. No. It's all no. There's always something new. I mean, like no. even or there's always a way to like update it or make it exactly. more you. Or if you just are authentic to your own. Like vibe and feeling, it will come off as authentically you. Unless Absolutely. you can look better than the person you copied. So it's just sometimes hard. And if you don't, like, just don't even do drag. It's a waste of money. It's a waste of time on everyone's part. There you have it. And that was slap my name. We'll be right back. Kim, it's the final segment. segment. We've made it here. This one went by so fucking fast. And it's been an hour already. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. That's so crazy. It just feels like home with you. So, Are you going to take any of this stuff home? Me? Yeah. Um, Believe it or not, I'm actually on a diet. A calorie deficit. I know about her. Uh, wait, why wouldn't, why don't you just do what everyone in Hollywood's doing and bio Zimpic off Facebook? What makes you think I am not doing that? Oh, I'm, okay. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. But They're no. making it very easy. Someone was literally like, it's $2,000 a month, but then you get a $1,000 rebate. And so I was like, so you're spending $1,000 a month to get a shot. Damn. No I don't know. Shirt. I just, I'm working on my summer body for 2025. I gotta start this some is point. the summer body. People, I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, people are just gonna look at me the way I fucking look. It's our segment called Fuck Talk. All right. Bow, 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 bow. Now we we heard about um, not eating ass, mm-hmm. um, but I have uh, and we and we heard about uh, that you haven't had sex with anyone in L. A. Just out on the road. We know about you, Kim. You don't like to shit where you eat. Um, you ever fuck a drag queen? No, but I would. I'm not opposed to it. I have some voicemails that okay. are sexual in nature that I thought we could listen to and give our feedback on. Here we go. Hey, you fucks, you stupid little fucks, you slow little fucks. My name is Bloody F. Mary. I'm a alternative drag queen from the Carolinas. And I have a fucking story. My makeup is very drastic. Big, big shapes. I don't look like a woman. And I also don't have a car. Very cool, I know. I was taking an Uber to a gig, and my Uber driver um, asked me if I had a show. Blah, blah, blah. Says drag queens are hot. Fast forward, I ended up sucking his dick the whole highway to the show. It's about 30 minutes. I, like, ended up getting in the front seat, all that jazz. 
he like pulled over right before I got to the venue so he could nut. And I was like, I can't believe that just happened. Um, cause I am not that, I am not the girl I would think that would happen to just cause the way I look, I look freaky. Um, but it did. And I am that girl. See, the mistake is I let him come to my home the next day, which was Mother's Day. And he showed up drunk. He told me his mom was dead. I start sucking his dick. He fell asleep. He got me to fuck him. And he said, oh, I'm picturing you dressed up. Wanted to die. And he said, could you put on a wig and high heels and fuck me? And I said, I'm already here. I already got one story to tell. Why not two? So I did. I put on a wig and high heels. And I started fucking him. And I said, uh-uh. I'm not into this. So sorry. You gotta go. And now I'm avoiding that man. And I hope I never have to ride his car again. Wow. Wow. There's so much to unpack there. but Bob, like, is... I didn't know you were like this. <laughs> Clowny makeup. Um, Drastic makeup, as the person said. I learned from a trans friend of mine a very long time ago that... Clown fuckers don't care if you look like a woman. They're concerned about you having eyeshadow on, lipstick on, wigs, nails, and heels. Mm -hmm. Like, that's it. She's like, she would literally take off her day makeup, where she's gorgeous, beautiful makeup artist, put on just a slap of lipstick, some blue eyeshadow, and she was like, they enjoyed that more. Why did I don't listen about clown fuckers? When I first started doing drag, all my drag friends would get messages like, hello, beautiful. You're so gorgeous. I have never gotten a message from a clown fucker. I used to have an Uber driver that would drive me to the gig and back. And it got to the point where on those Monday nights on the way to Exposure Dragon in Highland Park, he would just come and pull his car near my house. So he was the first Uber when he knew I was calling. So there was times where I wasn't even expecting it. And I would be like, oh, fuck, it's that guy again. Isn't that crazy? I never did Anything with him. He's a super fan. Super fan. He's a super, super fan. What did you tell him? My boyfriend is vegan. No, I didn't have a boyfriend at the time. I could have done anything I wanted. Oh, did you? No, I didn't do anything with him. Was it, he it not didn't... hot? No, he was super hot. It was but like why did you? I didn't know that what that was the, was the deal. What, what was, was the, the reason? reason? Big boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I never did anything with him. I should have. He was so hot. I just never did. I think about it all the time, and I'm like, why didn't I suck it just it is, once? It is sometimes interesting. As a person who puts themselves in many wild situations, sometimes it feels like this can't be real. Like, it feels like I know the offer's on the table to go to someone's back. But that's, for me, like you were saying, you're not on the apps and you don't do all that. For me, that's why I like that textual back and forth because there's a confirmation of like yes come into my backyard I'll be waiting by the woodshed and I go like good I know this is like pre-planned but like meeting someone on the street sort of giving them the nod and then following him into some back alley you're like you don't one time in New York know where it it's gonna go for sure one time I almost had um sex with my Uber Eats um delivery person Okay. Okay. So this was back in Chicago, mm-hmm. and I ordered food, and I came up to grab my food, and the guy was like, 
you have really nice legs. And I'm like, oh, yeah? You like my legs? And you want to come upstairs? And then, like, he came up and, like, we started, like, making out. Yeah. And he's like, can you suck my nipples? And I was like, sure, whatever. But then he's like, you know, I have a girlfriend. <gasps> and I was like, okay. Like, so then, like, what's going to happen here? Yeah, why would you bring I that up? Like, yeah, like, awkward, right? Yeah. He's like, and then he got, like, another delivery order. He's like, let me go make this some delivery real quick. And then he left. And I was like, oh, I guess I just got dumped by someone who approached me first. Yeah, why would he do that? And so then, then maybe you weren't sucking the nipples hard enough. So then um, I started eating the food um, that he delivered, which was Ethiopian, by the way. Mm. And, you know, like, something you eat with your hands, and it's very, like, fragrant and, like, you know. And then, like, halfway, like, when I'm, like, so full um, and, like, full, like, Ethiopian food with, like, you know, spice breasts, he calls. And he's like, sorry, I changed my mind. Can I come back? And I was like, no, like, I'm not going to, like, kiss you when I have, like, spice breasts and full on, like, Yeah, injera. I would if I would have just eaten a bunch of Ethiopian food, I wouldn't be like, yeah, come on over. I'm ready to <laughs> suck dick. Oh, yeah, not at all. I would be, like, full of meats. Well, then I just hung up on him and never saw him again, but he was really cute. Oh, There was this porn channel back when, what was it called? U-Porn? No, X-Tube? X-Tube. Remember X-Tube? I remember X-Tube. Back when, is it not a thing anymore? It is a thing, but, but everything, it, it's like Pornhub. It's like everything has is like certified. Like Yeah, you have to prove that like everyone is. Everyone's like signed a release and taken to be oh, video. So it's not because like amateur videos anymore? X-Tube no, used X-Tube to be. X-Tube used to be anything. It was YouTube for porn. Like yeah. you could put anything up there. Oh. And there was no verification. And I followed a couple people on there that had some great accounts. I remember stumbling across like guys who would open the the d- door for the delivery people naked and like hard and kind of jerking off. And it really walks that line of like sexual assault. No, it is. No, what they're doing is, is assault. Um, but then there would always be videos of the person like being into it, coming inside and like fully fucking them or sucking their dick. Like the delivery drivers. Yeah. And I was always into that fantasy. Do you know how many times that didn't have to happen before that one I time? I know. Bit? Like the amount of times that guy had to order food. He's probably making three or four orders a night. If not more. Yeah. Well. <coughs> Do you remember when Tumblr used to have porn? Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, that was like, you could literally find everything and anything. I guess I didn't appreciate the Tumblr Tumblr porn that was available at the time that it was available because everyone was talking about like, yeah, you could find full five, six minute videos on there. And I was like, all I ever saw was 30 minute clips or 30 second clips. Now it's just pictures of butterboards. Literally. You like a butterboard? Literally. It's the new Pinterest. That's right. Listen, Kim, we made it to the end of the episode. Wait, no more calls? We made it to the end of the episode. Where can everyone find you, Kim? You can find me on kimchi underscore chic on Instagram and Twitter for now. I feel like Twitter is going down. It um, is. Um, on TikTok, I am kimchi Eats, where I do restaurant reviews and random stupid videos. I also have a podcast that I talked about previously called One for the Table, number one for the table. And it's available wherever you can find podcasts. Slay! And you can find my makeup at kimchishakebeauty.com. Sold at CVS across nation and USA. Wow. Uh, lunch sold all over Canada at Shoppers. Shoppers. 
If you need to find it, because I every time I travel, I have to find a CVS that has something because I forget makeup. That's on your website. You can just type in whatever zip There's code you're in. There's a store locator. And it'll find a store for you. Go ahead, mogul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the mascara. I like the new mascara, too, and the squeeze tube, because you can oh. really get all the junk out. See, the mascara is the only product that I never got to personally test, because I don't have eyelashes. Eyelashes. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I mean, I do, but I have monolid, which is hidden under my monolid. Yeah. Mm. But I'm so jealous because you got so much space to work with makeup over there. I think that I have a big face because I do. Good. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. You can follow our personals at Big Dipper Jelly and Spiciest Meatball. And don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. You can send us an email at sloppysecondspod at gmail.com or call in with your own fuck talk story to 213-536-91. And don't forget to vote. 18. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, make sure you register to vote, okay? Because that's coming up. It kind of is. Who are we going to vote for? We got to vote. It's not going to be Jim Biden. But next year's going to be for the old man. Marianne Williamson's not going to get the fucking nomination. She believes in birds. Um, And if you're a Mom Plus subscriber or you're looking for some incentive to subscribe to Mom Plus, Right, right now, if you're Mom Plus, you get an extra little, uh, little bit of time here with Kim Chi, and we're gonna listen to another voicemail. Yeah, you fucks. So suck on that, like a like a delivery driver's nipple. Also, we should set up a way for people to send us money to order crab rangoon. Oh, like a tip and then jar every for the day pot. It's crab. Oh, oh yeah, yes. <laughs> just a Venmo. Let's just a sloppy, up, seconds, a sloppy Venmo. seconds Venmo. We're gonna do that. All right, plus time. To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early, ad-free, and to watch our full video episodes, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Editing and sound design by... William Pitts! Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.